Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. Thank you for joining us for this half hour. Now, let's talk. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk. I'm Tracy Morgan. Always nice to have you around this time. It's nice to have you around any time of day, (laughs) but this is our time that we get to talk to professionals in and around our county about issues that are important to you. And today is our half hour with Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. And we'll be talking about his business, uh, why Spencer brought it to Butler and, and why it's been successful. So we'll do that here in a moment. Just a reminder that all the different ways that you listen to our program still remain the same. So you can listen to us online on your app on your smartphone alexa powered devices you can listen to us on the radio as well this will be our podcast of the day so you would go back onto our website at wisr680.com you pick programs let's talk and you can go from there all right spencer is on the phone with me how are you spencer i'm good dear how are you pretty good pretty good i know i can say we're still social distancing but you are still very active in what you're doing and so um i'm glad you're here to talk to us today and just you know what i want to go kind of back to a conversation that we we've had before but we kind of started with and remind people about your idea for this because we've talked to you now for quite some time but this is a rather different idea for butler county isn't it the services you provide it is, actually. And you and I have been um, talking about different ideas now for about nine months. I opened this funeral home July of 2019. And um, I guess you and I have spoken numerous times over the last nine months. And you've got to see the growth and the change and the growth and the change, as has Butler and the whole Butler area. But um, to keep it real simple, Tracy, the idea was to offer a lot more and ask for a lot less. That's the whole idea. The whole idea was to build a funeral home, a building and a design and a price model that was very simple, very point-and-choose oriented. And um, literally, I'm literally half the cost of local funeral homes. When when they say four, I say two. When they say um, two, I say one. I'm literally half their cost. There, there's a, there has been a gradual but dramatic increase in cost in the Butler area. And if anyone wants to look into it, for some reason, the Butler area is one of the most expensive areas in the entire state for end-of-life services, for funeral services, for cremation services. Butler is way more expensive than Pittsburgh, way more expensive than Philly and Scranton and York and areas like that. And I saw a, a, a serious need in the Butler area and the need is and was to offer a practical choice, to offer a smart choice, you need to have folks be able to afford whatever they want, but to make a smart choice with their money, to not waste funds, to not waste time, um, and offer a very simple, practical design, which is a lot of folks are asking for these days. And that was one of the main the main points to bring this idea to Butler is to offer a platform, offer an opportunity for folks to be smart with their money. Well, and I've seen your billboards up, and, and when I see those, and, and I've been through funerals before, you know, many people passed away, and, and it's interesting to see your billboards where you have the price up there on a couple of the items, and then you I turn do. around and think, I don't even really know what it does cost for a funeral. You know, I mean, unless you have to really go through it and be the one making those decisions financially. I don't know if we really yeah. know the cost. I mean, but it is expensive. But when we see, see your billboard and we see those, uh, or at least for me, you know, when I see those prices, I think, how's he doing that? Yeah. Um, as a simple 
design, or a simple example, in the Butler area, um, funerals with casket involved and services come out to be normally around ten to twelve, ten to fourteen thousand dollars, and that's before the cemetery cost. So sometimes a little less, sometimes a little more, but on average ten, twelve, fourteen thousand dollars for services, casket, and vault. Um, I offer full funerals, service, casket, vault, procession to a church, all services included, American-made casket, locally made vault for around $6,000. I'm literally half. Um, I don't outsource any services here. So when someone passes away, it's literally me going to the house. It's literally me going to the nursing home. I don't outsource phone calls. As you know, Tracy, when anyone calls my funeral home 24 hours a day, they're stuck talking to me. I answer all phone calls through my cell phones. I don't have any answering service that says Spencer will get back to you whenever he has time. Um, I don't outsource anything. So when someone's in my care, they stay in my care. I handle all the services the whole way through. So I'm able to offer numbers that are dramatically lower. So for example, funerals in our area, around ten, maybe twelve, maybe fourteen thousand dollars. I'm able to offer a full two day funeral for around six thousand dollars with an American made casket and with a locally made vault. When it comes to cremation, our area, the average for a direct simple cremation with no viewing, no services, no prayers, no rites, a true simple cremation in our area is around three thousand dollars. And I ask one thousand five hundred. Once again, I'm literally about half. And it's the same idea with cremation. Is once someone's in my care, they stay in my care. And um, I follow the service the entire way through, and I handle all parts myself. Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services, of course, the name of your, your, orga- your organization, your company, your business, and you're independent of anyone else in, in Butler County, you know, Western Pennsylvania. You, you brought this um, uh, quite a few months ago now. And what happens when people hear you talk and say, I can save you money, I can save you money, and they have already made arrangements, whether it's in the county or out of the county, doesn't matter, uh, no matter where they've gone, but they've already made other arrangements with someone else. It happens often. Um, it happens very often now, Tracy. I'm getting a lot of phone calls from folks that already prearranged and prepaid to another local funeral home or a funeral home in the, the outer rim of the county or in a different part of the state or even in a different state. I'm coming across a lot of folks now that have prearranged, which means they sat down with the funeral home and talked about options. And they can, they may have prepaid a certain funeral home. This family might have come to a local funeral home or someone in Pittsburgh and prepaid that funeral home. And then I showed up. And I am stating that I'm able to transfer prearranged and or prepaid arrangements to my funeral home. And we're doing that often. So I have folks that Let's say, as an example, I met with a funeral home 10 years ago down the street, and they prearranged a funeral, and they prepaid for a funeral. That money was put somewhere. That money was put into an annuity or into a trust or into an insurance policy, and it has sat there safely and grown. Even if they wrote the check to the funeral home, that money still ended up into an insurance policy. It still ended up into a trust or an account 
or an annuity somewhere, that it's always the persons. It's always the persons for their funeral service. So let's say 10 years ago, they prepaid a funeral home down the street, and then they want to come to me. The, the level of service I'm offering is much higher, and the cost I'm asking is much lower. So they choose to come to me. We're able to bring those funds over when someone passes away. And Tracy, most often, so far, every single time, my families have gotten back a refund, and sometimes a substantial refund. The largest one I've given back so far was um, over $11,000. They had invested somewhere else, came to me, different ideas, different price list, different everything. Um, I've seen a refund of over $11,000. I've seen a couple around $5,000. I've seen one at twenty eight hundred. I've seen a lot of refunds around a thousand dollars. This goes back to your kids. This goes back to your grandkids. This goes back to the estate. This goes back to the other beneficiary. But at the end, it goes back to your family. So when I opened up this idea, I'm actually putting more money back into the family's hands when they go through one of the hardest times of their entire lives. So even if they had plans at a funeral home up the hill or down the hill in some different area or some different state. And I work with them. They normally always get a refund back, and normally it is substantial. Spencer, I will agree with you. This is one of the hardest times of our lives, so I don't want to dismiss the the emotional toll that it takes on folks in, in having to go through a funeral service and, and make these decisions. So I just want to say that. But when we're talking about finances, it is an important aspect of the decision-making because uh, of what I understand oh, from you, yeah. some people don't choose what they'd like to choose because they don't feel they have the money. Yeah, there's a couple more points here, Trace. A lot of folks... And this just drives me nuts. A lot of folks can't afford to get back to church. That's how I say it. They can't afford to have their funeral service or their funeral mass. Um, Because funeral homes are so expensive, they can't afford to get to the church they want to get to. They can't afford to get to the cemetery they want to get to. They can't afford to have the prayers of the preachers they want to have. It's so expensive to get to the faith portion of an end-of-life service that a lot of folks are being forced into making decisions they don't want to make. They're being forced into immediate burial. They're being forced into direct cremation. They're being forced into an abbreviated service because they can't afford what they really want. And um, that was another one of the ideas here. And you just kind of touched on the idea on the service portion. That's only half of my plan here. Half of my plan was to be half the cost. Half of the plan was to offer a different style number, a different style cost to the butler and the surrounding areas. The other half is to offer a better service. And you always bring this up, and I always bring this up, and every one of my families can state this as a fact. I will out-service the other funeral homes. I stay in touch every day. I walk this path with my families. I am not the type of funeral home that meets you, accepts a check, and calls you a week later. It's just not how I'm built. I walk with my families through the obituary for numerous days, through the services for numerous days, through the decision-making the entire time. I apply for all their veteran benefits, their federal benefits. 
their local and state options, insurance policies. I help with banking issues. The entire picture. Um, as I always say, that once your loved one's in my care, your entire family is literally in my care, and we find a way together. I make a promise to every family when I first meet them, no matter what pops up, we will figure it out because this is a very, very difficult time, so difficult you really can't put words on it, Tracy. Um, to lose someone you lived with for 50 years or someone you loved for 20 or 40 years, you can't really put words on. And I understand that and I respect that. And I know that things are going to happen and problems are going to arise and a lot of questions are going to pop up. And we just take it step by step. And some people have pre-planned. Some people have gone through this process with you or someone else. But, um, you know, do I say guilty as charged? I really haven't gone through that process yet. So um, how important is it that someone pre-plans and talks to you now while they can make the decisions for themselves? Um, I don't think you can put a value on it. And I always give this example. I wrote up a simple arrangement outline when I was in my early 20s. I'm 38 now. I wrote up a simple outline when I worked at a different funeral home for what I wanted, the casket I liked, the suit I liked, the idea I liked. I wrote this plan up that never really had much importance to me. I was in my 20s, then late 20s, early 30s, and it never had much importance to me. And then I put it on true letterhead, and it became real, but it still wasn't that important to me, Tracy. And then I had my little girl. I had a daughter 21 months ago, and now everything like that is more important to me, that I know exactly what I want, so those questions, are re she's relieved of them. Um, the entire picture to pre-planning and pre-funding is to relieve stress, strain, pressure, and decisions off of our loved ones. That's the entire idea behind it. Yes, when you pre-plan, you can lock in today's rates. Yes, when you pre-plan, you're putting your interests down and your wishes down. But the main idea to pre-planning is to protect the ones we're leaving. The main idea to pre-funding is to protect the ones who are there after us. So this whole picture is really not planning my passing. It's protecting my loved ones. And I, I liken it, and whether it's fair or not, I liken it in my head to uh, when you want to make a purchase versus when you need to make a purchase. You yes. know, you want to do it to make, you have time to think things through versus when you have to make those decisions. Yeah. Um, I have never in my entire career heard a family say, I wish we wouldn't have pre-planned. Yeah. You know, I wish... I wish this could have been stressful and we could have been forced into decisions. It doesn't work that way. It's always the opposite. Folks always, every single time, say, thank God this was pre-planned. Thankfully, Mom put down her wishes. Thankfully, Dad had this funded for us because we couldn't afford this. Um, folks always, every time across the board, say they are so relieved when something, at least someone's wishes, were put on paper, say no how to start, or they know what decisions mom wanted, or they know what decisions their husband wanted. Across the board, it relieves the family of so much stress, of so much strain. I always say that funerals were not designed to divide families. Funerals should bring families together. End-of-life services were not designed to divide families, but unfortunately it happens often with the extreme cost people were conditioned to see and the, the difficult decisions 
people were accustomed to. Um, an end-of-life service, a funeral service, or a cremation service should not divide a family. It should unite a family. Spencer D. Geibel, Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Uh, of course, a, I, I say a brand new building. To me, it's going to be a brand new building for 10 years. Okay, Spencer, it's just <laughs> so you know yeah. that. I'll feel like you just moved in 10 years down the road. But uh, it's, it's it, it is a gorgeous building. But And before we even talk about the building, talk about some of the options that we do have. So if you're saying you brought this idea where people can, in a sense, pick or choose and, and, and you know put this thing together, do you, you have packages? Do you, can we piecemeal this together Explain that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all funeral homes are required to have what's called a general price list. Anyone in the public can always walk into a funeral home and ask for a general price list, and the funeral home has to offer it. I always make the joke that um, they're hard to come by, and I have mailed out about 12,000 of them already. I mail them everywhere. I offer them. Um, my price line is entirely transparent. I will state every cost over a phone call if I'm asked. I don't hide behind numbers. They are a reality. There is an automatic cost whenever I take on a family. Um, when, I, when folks call me, I immediately start helping them. So there's definitely a reality to the cost. It, it is, it's unavoidable, and it's a reality. So all funeral homes are required to have this thing called a general price list. And it's a brochure or a sheet of paper or something like that, which states what they can offer. Um, I have tried to make mine even more simple. Mine is mainly packages. I have four burial packages and four cremation packages, and they vary by the amount of work that goes into a service. There is a simple burial and a simple cremation, and those mean that there's no prayers, no rites, no use of the building. It is a burial in its simplest form and a cremation in its simplest form. And then I have a burial following a couple hours of visitation with no procession, as I have cremation following a couple hours of visitation. So it steps up and steps up, and as the services get bigger, the package changes a little bit. But I have four burial packages, so it's very simple. Folks say, well, we know we want to use the cemetery plot, so I know we're talking about burial. And then I would ask, do you want to have a gathering? Do you want to have open casket visitation? Do you want to have prayers in a church? And as they answer a few questions, I'm able to explain to them what these packages are and how they work. And within a couple of questions, Tracy, it really becomes point and shoes. And that's how I describe it. Folks can say, well, this is what we're asking for. It looks just like this. And I have four burial packages and four cremation packages, and they were designed to keep things extremely simple. So, Spencer, as you're talking, I'm jotting down those words. Um, you know, I, I jotted down prayers and uh, the vault you said earlier, and burial and cremation. So if you were to yeah. put all of this in a checklist of those things that we need to make a decision, whether it's on our own and tell you or we make a decision with you, what are those things that would be on a checklist that we have to decide? You mentioned clothes earlier. I mean, because when we're in the moment, I don't know if we think about all of this and then it feels overwhelming when we don't already know what we should already kind of think through. No, and I don't expect folks to understand. Um, this is a very, unfortunately, I work within a very stigmatized field, and I know that when folks sit at my arrangement table and sit with me, I know they don't want to be in those chairs. I understand that. No one wants to lose the love of their life. So, And that's why we keep things so simple here. Um, we always start off with, are we leaning towards cremation or leaning towards burial? And when they answer that question, 
half the options go away when it comes to the packages. So then we're looking at, do we want to have a gathering? That's how I always ask. Do we want to have a gathering you know, with mom present, with dad present, open casket of visitation? And we'll answer that question, yes or no, and that brings on a few more questions. And if we get to the point of having an, a visitation, and then we talk about things that are required by cemeteries or required for an open casket visitation. So I'm able to ask questions, very simple questions, which produce or negate other questions. And um, I don't expect folks to walk in here and know every time they have to know this piece of information, they have to bring this item with them. I ask a few, a few things over the phone, and we get a game plan together. And then I explain to them their options. You know, folks deserve to know what the options are. And there are a slew of them, Tracy. And unfortunately, they're not often talked about. Yeah. There are a lot of options out there. And the, There are a lot of different ways to handle an end-of-life service. One of the things that you and I have talked about is just how you're a little different, unique, different, um, when you handle all of this as, as a process. And what I'm thinking of right now is when you're talking about sitting down with uh, individuals within your building to walk through this, I'm thinking of the music aspect, because I think that is unique of you, that, that you say, hey, do you want to listen to the Beatles? <laughs> do you want to listen to, yeah. you know, I don't know, Elvis? Who do you want to listen to? And, uh, yeah, and you have a different atmosphere. Yeah. And normally I always joke, and, um, my normal music when folks walk in is, is Billy Joel, Cat Stevens, the Beatles, Joan Baez, something that's comforting, something that, that reminds them of their childhood normally from that era. Um, that came out in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and um, it's relaxing. It, it's not archaic. It's not an organ playing, and um, it lightens the mood. And I always ask folks during services or arrangements, play whatever you want. Walk up to it and talk to it. It would just change the song for you. And um, folks love it. And, and as I mentioned, I sit there for a reason. When we sit at a round table together, I don't have a desk. I don't talk at my families. We talk together. We sit together at a round table together, and um, I don't force anyone into anything. I make suggestions. I offer a lot of information. I answer a million questions, and we, we come to uh, a point where everyone feels they're making the right decision. But it's only after a lot of questions are answered, and I, I go above and beyond on educating folks on what their options really are. And I just want to make once a... Again, I, oh, I'm sorry, Spencer. I didn't mean to interrupt you. you know, I just, once again, I, I don't expect folks to know what their options are. I don't expect folks to walk in here as, as I don't know how their lives or their livelihood works. I don't expect everyone to know how this field works. So I understand there's going to be a lot of questions, and I enjoy answering them. And I just want folks to know, if you do like the organ, go in and make organ music, you know, <laughs> tell yep. the thing that, you know, but it's just interesting yep. in how you handle that because, and I say that also, there was a funeral where I attended and I was sitting by someone I knew well, and they had said, why is this so down? We should be celebrating. So it just, it, not that that's a good or bad thing. I'm just saying that people come at this in a different perspective through different lenses, if you will. Uh, some yeah. want to celebration, some need a somber moment, some just want to have something that's current. It, it's just, it's interesting and how people approach us differently. Yeah. Yeah, the whole picture here is laid back. The yeah. building is laid back. Um, it's bright. Uh, the whole place is painted light beige and white. It's, it's very, very new, as you and I both know. Um, 
I've proven, I always joke about this, I've proven you can turn a dilapidated auto parts store into Butler County's prettiest funeral home. There you go. <laughs> and it's it, been this done, place right? It <laughs> is phenomenal. It's it, absolutely phenomenal. And it was built smart. It was built to save folks money. It was built to offer a higher quality of service. It was built to give me, um, as an employee, more freedom and more increase the ability I can actually service someone and help someone. The building's really smart, Tracy. It's really simple. It's designed really well. It's decorated really well, and it's really simple. And um, it keeps with the whole plan. It's practical. It's just a and practical idea. Practical seems to be what you go with in the way of describing your business. It's Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. And, Spencer, I'm going to ask you for your contact information, and then I want to end again on just that reminder of how people can save money if, if finances are uh, a key issue right now whenever they're looking yeah. at funerals. Sometimes they are. And I always say um, some folks don't have the amount of money to have what they want and that's unfortunate so we find ways to to supply what they actually want but most folks can afford whatever they wish they just want to be smart with their money they don't want to waste it on on an archaic idea or on someone else's price line they want to be smart with their money so once again uh, my name is spencer geibel i'm the owner of the spencer d geibel funeral home and cremation services i'm on newcastle road the actual address is 140 Newcastle Road, Butler, PA, 16001. I always describe it as I'm in the building right beside, just below the state police barracks. It was an auto parts store back in the 80s and 90s. Um, the phone number here is 724-287-4042. My personal cell phone number is... 412-605-8340. As I mentioned earlier, every phone call ends up at my cell phone. Every phone call is received by me or someone that works here directly. No phone calls are ever outsourced, and there will not be any answering service. And you're out there um, on social. I, you're out there on social media as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Spencer Geibel Funeral Home on, on Facebook. Spencer Geibel on Facebook. And my website is spencerdgeibel.com. So I can be reached numerous ways, dear. So, again, Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services, independent of anyone else in, in the county in western Pennsylvania, and bringing this um, idea. It's been brought. <laughs> now now I can't say you are bringing. You're here. You've been here now no, for quite a few months. No, it's work. It, we have proven that it's what Butler wants, and it's working. And, and that's one thing that we've talked about, too, balancing out, you know, how busy you are and yet wanting to help as many people as possible. You have been quite busy since you brought this this idea to town. Yeah, I never – I knew I'd be able to help a lot of folks. I never dreamed it would um, get this busy this fast. I never dreamed I'd be helping this many families this soon. I was hoping to help 10 or 20 families in my first year, and I'm helping two or three families per week now hmm. already, if not more. And um, just phenomenal, Tracy. It's absolutely, and this was the goal. The goal was to come back to my hometown and help the folks that raised me. There were so many important people that stepped in when I was a kid to help raise me. And um, the dream was always to come back and work for my teachers, work for my coaches, and work for those that, that helped raise me. And I know we're running out of time. We only have a couple minutes left, but I think it's um, worthy to make the, the note that you've been in this business your entire life. I was literally born in this business. I've been around it since, since my first breath. 
I've seen, and I've worked at funeral homes from Erie to Washington, PA, and a lot in the central western PA area of Pittsburgh and Butler. So I've got to see over the years what does work and what does not work, and I have focused on where people are leaning and where this field is going, and that's how I designed this, Tracy. Something simple, practical, and definitely affordable. Let me get your cell phone again. I know we can look you up on uh, online and Facebook and all that. Just get, Let's get your cell phone again. Personal cell phone is 412-605-8340. And in our last minute, just your final thoughts on our conversation today. As always, Tracy, um, it's a pleasure to speak with you. More so, it's an absolute honor to work for my hometown and to bring this idea to Butler. And uh, every family I work for, it's an absolute privilege, an absolute honor to work with them. And as they can quote and as I can say, we work together from the first phone call until every one of their needs are met. Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Of course, you can call him. You can look him up. Uh, you can visit if you'd like. Of course, make an appointment, and he can show you around the building and, and pre-plan if you want and go through all the different details. So, Spencer, always a pleasure to talking to you as well. Thank you so much. Thank you, Trey. Take care of yourself. And, folks, thank you very much for joining us for this segment of Let's Talk. You can get online and listen to this again if you'd like. It's WISR680.com. Pick programs. Let's Talk and then you'll get to Spencer D. Geibel Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I'm Tracy Morgan with Let's Talk. The information and opinions shared on this program are solely those of our guests and do not necessarily represent those of WISR, the Butler County Radio Network, or its staff and employees.